Hi, I'm Courtney. And I'm Corey. This is the Get Hired Online Podcast brought to you by PostStatus, the show where we talk about careers in the web industry. From customer support through company founders, we'll learn about job roles, technical skills, and hiring needs to get hired online. So Courtney, this is episode one, and I'm so pumped to be finally getting this started. We've been talking for months now to get the Get Hired Online podcast started. And today I'm excited to talk about the first step in this season one of what we put together, which is about five episodes or so. But all important one is how to get a job in WordPress. I'm curious, how did you get started in WordPress, Courtney? Could you tell me your story? Because I think it's going to be inspirational. And then I'll share my story too. But um, the first steps to getting where you are today. Well, I began when I was a high school business education teacher. I was teaching HTML and CSS along with a lot of Microsoft Office. I needed a way to collect my students' work. So I found an open source LMS, Moodle. And then I thought I need a blog to go with my class. So I found Joomla. Shortly after that, a web dev friend came along and said, oh, you should check out this new thing going on. It's WordPress version 2.3. And I said, sure, that sounds better than Joomla. I like the open source community. You'll you'll get a feel for that as we go. But I started there and I then spent some years in the classroom. Part of that time I was teaching web development for what was current at that time. I left the classroom to go start freelancing for a bit. And then I returned, taught some high school students how to use WordPress in a vocational computer technical shop. So it was a career transitional component to their high school program. Again, jumped back out into freelance work for a while and came back around and taught WordPress in a boot camp. So I've done a lot of miscellaneous things in WordPress. And a lot of my clients when I freelance were really fun people doing um, authors that had blogs or real estate agents as well. And okay, so what's your current role? I should have started with that in (laughs) WordPress today. I am the web design and developer advocate at GoDaddy Pro. I joined in early June, 2021. And it feels that I've been there a lot longer because I've known some of my teammates for a dozen years through the wonders of WordPress and just hanging out together in Twitter and all the places. Uh, and we're very thankful for GoDaddy Pro One to uh, give you some time to do this podcast and also to for sponsoring Post Status. Um, so I love your story because I didn't really know, but you really come from education, and it makes sense because of the roles you've done. But I know you've you've been uh, in some cool roles until you get to this role too today that you find yourself at GoDaddy Pro, um, including being at a product company in WordPress. And uh, you have a real, I've really sensed a real passion for helping people, uh, not just teaching them, you know, valuable skills, but also a passion for helping people break into WordPress like you you were able to. And Absolutely. I- it, it was so fun to work with the events calendar a few years ago. I spent nearly four years there in all of these journeys. And I was technically a freelance contractor in my role at the events calendar. And I got started in support and moved on to release communications and help train various support people, others that are doing release communications work there and learned so much about the nuances of how the business worked. We're going to talk more about those things uh, here in the next couple of episodes. Um, 
but I want to share my story too. So in 2006, uh, my career background really is a journalist and a communications and public relations professional. And in 2006, I wanted to start a blog. I didn't really know much about web design, even though I've had a site that I published to since 2000 or uh, 1999, uh, my CoreyMiller.com site just has seen like a hundred thousand variations of it. But um, I wanted to start a professional blog around what I was doing for a living. And uh, I actually found another platform called Blogger uh, that Google now owns. And about a month after starting blog in the summer of 2006, found this cool thing called WordPress and uh, switched over to Word, my blog over to WordPress. Wanted to learn how to change my design, what WordPress calls themes, uh, and started doing that and put out some free themes. And this weird thing happened, happened Courtney, uh, kind of similar to your side work is people started hitting my contact form and saying, could you build a blog for me? And I was like, I'm learning, but yes, that turned into a freelance career in web design, apart from my day job, where at one point I was making more at on the side doing WordPress web design work than I was at my day job. But I knew I couldn't sustain that. And I got the bug for entrepreneurship and wanted to... Um, Start, start something new in a new career in this thing called WordPress and web design. And uh, in 2008, was able to do so. Uh, started a company called iThemes, one of the first commercial companies in WordPress, and ran that, grew that company over the years. And in 2008, we were acquired by Liquid Web and another great hosting company in WordPress. And um, in 2019, I left to start my next career, which Next chapter, which includes post status, of course, today, I have a huge passion though for helping people um, find the right careers, break into the careers they dream of. And uh, so a lot of the things I've actually found myself blogging about on my personal side are career advice. So when Courtney and I started talking, and actually, I think the first ping was you said, I've got seven or 10 students from a boot camp that need jobs. And I was like, oh, wow. Uh, at post status, my, my, the founder of post status, uh, Brian talked about this get hired project, and this is all of that, the fruition of all these things intersecting, Courtney and I talking, and now we get to talk about helping other people break into this cool thing we call WordPress and working online on the web. All right, Courtney, so the next thing is we kind of hinted at this, you know, do you get a job in WordPress or do you do freelance or maybe there's both? What do you think? When you're getting started, it's a lot easier to start by freelancing. There are some challenges that go with that, of course. You have to find the people that want to pay you <laughs> and charge what you're worth. Um, that can seem a little scary to somebody new, but the encouragement is absolutely, you are worth what you charge and your ex expertise is worth every bit that you are able to get for it. Um, I started in freelance. Part of it was like you, I was building websites for clients or folks would contact me before we had tools available to bulk update sites or backup sites. Could you take care of my site? I need help even then just publishing the content. An author that I know um, needed help getting his blog posts online and making sure that his site was backed up and had his plugins updated. Pro tip, if ever you uh, are tempted to hard code a theme and then update it, you're going to lose things. And we'll learn what that means as we go through WordPress. But I made some big blunders in those early days. 
lost a hard-coded WordPress theme, which is a faux pas, what not to do. Um, but I learned a lot through that journey. I, so much that was valuable as I was freelancing along the way. I took on building websites for clients, maintenance plans, care plans, things along those lines before we had systems for all of that. Um, there's some really great coaches that can help with that part of the process, the business of maintaining things. But also for a number of years, when I was working for the events calendar, I had young children and my lifestyle at that point with having young children and primarily remaining home with them was such that I didn't have time to deal with the people. <laughs> so instead I was a freelance contractor at the events calendar and I committed to a certain number of hours and we had periodic meetings that we needed to be present for, but otherwise the schedule was mine for the choosing. And that was exactly what my family needed at that time. That's so much of why I think WordPress and working on the web is so compelling is because think about the lives where we've been able to lead since we started this whole adventure and uh, you work remote. You don't work at the GoDaddy headquarters in Phoenix. Um, I, I, my business had an office in Edmond, Oklahoma, which is a North suburb of Oklahoma city, but half of our people went into the office and the other half were um, remote, but we were an anomaly within WordPress. Most, most of the times in WordPress, you're finding fully remote companies. And I think WordPress is part of pioneering this whole phenomenon that got even bigger through the 2020 and beyond pandemic. But I, I think your story and mine too, is that you can do both. You can be looking for a job to break into WordPress but, and we're going to talk about this in later episodes, there's many ways to kind of start to fill around and find what's appropriate for you, which is our next uh, episode. But I think freelancing is a great way to network and to grow your skills and become more, more proficient in them, make a little extra like I was doing before web design, I was paying off some loans that I had, you know, at the time with actually freelance writing. Um, but I think a freelance career uh, can be a great way to make great connections. Like you're talking about, you did this and you know, you don't have to just say I'm committed to just one company. You can work with multiple people. And really I've heard a lot of people find great gigs through that. All Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And for that, they don't need to have all of the skills to do everything for a client, just the one area of focus, which was really, yeah. Good. Like when people started hitting my content form 2006 and seven, like, will you build a blog for me? I was like, I can do a blog, a full site and everything at the time I couldn't, but so you can start with that narrow niche. Like you can do, you know, CSS tweaks or customization of another product within WordPress or something like that to just get started. Or like me, my background is a writer. So I could have started also, which I was doing freelance writing, but particularly to break into WordPress, that's another option we'll talk about here in just a second. So Courtney, where are some places that, um, if they're looking for the freelance side, we're going to talk, talk about the job side in a second, but freelance side, if you're thinking, okay, I want to test the waters with something freelance and I want to see what's out there as a way to kind of break into WordPress and learn more, where should they go? Well, they can check for gigs inside the post status channel. Gigs would be different than jobs. Gigs are more short-term projects. So it's a great way to dip your toes in and see, am I really ready for this? Um, and those gigs are not necessarily super skilled. Some of the yeah. gigs that are posted there, they're just, I need someone to just batch do a couple of tasks and off and running they go, which is great. Um, you can find postings like that too, or freelance 
contractor openings might be available over in the post status jobs board. You can also find ways as a freelancer, if you say, I really want to do this freelancing, but I don't want the work of sales. And I don't really want to do a lot of interaction with the clients. And frankly, if the money part of it is a concern and you hate bantering and getting contracts signed and all of that, go check out places like Codable. Codable is a great organization for maintaining the freelancers needs. Their role at Codable is to be the spot between what the client wants done and freelancers and handling the bid process for that. And they do it fairly. People will get paid a fair rate for that. They are setting it up so that the devs that are contract freelance developers are not cutthroat against each other. They're not vying for that client. It's a really unique system. So I think that's a great organization as well. One that folks can certainly go check out. Yeah. And again, just to reiterate, freelance can be a way to test out, do I want to do that gig, you know, yeah. uh, on a project by project basis. Incredible.io is great. And our gig, hashtag gigs channel and post those is, like you said, a great way to kind of dip your toes in that. All right, Courtney. So let's get down into it. Um, and I actually added one to our outline. But when you think about jobs in WordPress and on the web, there's kind of four buckets. Let's talk through those four buckets that we see. Uh, buckets meaning like types of organizations and companies that exist within WordPress. Um, so the first one that comes to mind is the one that's near and dear to my heart, which is a product company like iThemes.com, which is this what I started back in 2008. Still running strong out there. Um, but product companies are those that do typically mostly premium or commercial products like plugins or themes. Now, more and more, you see more plugin companies as far as I see than theme companies is actually how I started iThemes. And now it's more like a plugin company and a SaaS company. Um, but the commercial side, the business of WordPress, um, there's a lot of great companies out there that do this type of work. And you mentioned event calendar and things like that. So as you're using WordPress and you see these cool companies that pop up, my heart is always in the product space because that's where I came from. But there's a ton, there's a lot of work there in the product space. Don't you think, Courtney? Absolutely. And I really think that the direction where WordPress is going with themes, we might see a new generation evolve out of all of the themes as well. I don't think that that will be slowing down in any sense. Um, inside of the products companies, the kind of roles that you're going to find are support folks. Often these have maybe two different levels. So somebody might just handle refunds and transactions, and they don't need to know very much about WordPress at all. They just need to know how to handle all the refunds or um, direct people, direct the traffic. This other person is going to help you with that problem. That's always a good role to be in. There are those that have a little bit more code skills as it relates to support work. There are QA positions, quality assurance. Their job is to see if they can break things. That's kind of fun. <laughs> they follow the directions. We've got a release coming out. We need this thing tested. And the developers will write a set of directions and say, test it with this version and this version and tell us, does it work? And so they'll run through lots and lots of tests before something gets published. Developers, of course, will then specialize into their own areas. And we'll look at that more specifically at another time. But also 
product companies need folks that are good at marketing, whether it is content marketing, social media marketing, pulling off entire marketing campaigns, um, you know, as people head into holidays and things like Black Friday, that takes a lot of strategic planning. Everybody's wanting to buy a, a product on sale close to that day, even in places in the globe that don't do Black Friday. And then to keep track of everything, there is project management and product owners or project owners through that process. Lots of different roles available. And I think about if you really want to break in, you don't have one of the skill sets that are the some of the roles that Courtney just mentioned, that support is a great way to, to dig in. Um, we had, uh, you know, at iThemes, we had numerous support people and some of our best ones, ironically, Courtney, I don't know if I told you this, came as, well, one, personal referrals, but second, uh, we had two people before they started with us that were bartenders. And it was like, the, the component we thought about it was, um, if you're in food service, you know service. And those support positions are about really communication and trying to get to the essence of what's going on and communicating back and forth and trying to help solve the problem for them. And uh, they were friends too, but they both were some of our best support team members there. So there's ways, but I think about, particularly with the product company, a great way and easy, the lowest bar for me is not because of um, any other reason besides it's just easier to get in. And like you said, some of those roles, like the emails that come in through the contact form, I wanted to mention, Courtney, my mom did our contact form for about six years. Wow. At iThemes. And she, she was the same person. She'd be like, okay, well, that's a bigger problem. I'm going to hand it off to tier two or whatever. And so, uh, but a lot of people might think there's back office stuff from accounting and all that kind of stuff that happens at these companies. Um, some of the biggest ones like automatic out there who has, I don't even know what they're up to, but I know it's more than a thousand or 2000 right now have a ton of support type positions and also back office positions like accounting and financials, stuff like that. Um, but if you want to learn tech as well in development, I think support, if you're digging in, is a great way to do that because you learn those troubleshooting skills. Absolutely. And you can be learning. Some places will also mentor their support staff to help grow them into additional roles. So they're recruiting inside with their own talent pool, which is great. Exactly what we did is wanted that to kind of be our farm team, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's product companies. Now let's talk about services. Um, now I'm going to miss some of the 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 great ones in WordPress because I think about the big ones who I happen to have friends with you know that either own it or run it or work there. Uh, but there's services companies that I'm very proud to say, both for WordPress and because the friendships I have do great work on name brand companies that everybody knows from Microsoft, MoMA, Starbucks, uh, most of the car companies, big brands. I have friends at those enterprise agencies that do work there and there's a ton of roles there, but there's also smaller ones, smaller agencies that I'm just at the moment, not coming to instant mind. If you know any of the smaller agencies, but crowd favorite web dev studios, 10 up. Some of those are the big enterprise agencies. In fact, um, white house, the white house website currently was done by a WordPress company. Um, and is, is running WordPress currently, and we're very proud of that. And we know those people, Courtney and I, too. Um, if you know some smaller agencies, but then we can talk through the jobs. Don't underestimate the local agencies as well, mm. I would say. So there are 
lots of WordPress related agencies that are not even active in the WordPress community. Um, I was approached shortly after I started at GoDaddy by the local web shop here in my town. I am relatively near Gettysburg and they needed someone to train their clients with WordPress. They were building websites for others and they needed to train them with WordPress. They're not yet a company that I see at meetups or at WordCamps, though I would love to see them start participating in that way. But also even just the smaller shops, they need various types of roles, all the same ones that we listed previously that products companies do, but they might in a smaller shop expect people to pull a couple of roles. So they might want, they might be more interested in people that have less experience, but more diversity of their experience, less specialized, but able to do proficient things at a broader reach in some of those cases too. I'm so glad you said local because um, it's, one of the things that gets overlooked so much, but like here in Oklahoma City, I think of one right now, but some, maybe one or two of the people I know there happen to go to WordPress, but as an agency, they don't get involved. The ones we I just mentioned previously are heavily involved in all kinds of WordPress events from meetups to WordCamps, um, very, very heavily involved and do what's called uh, five for five or donating 5% of their time to the WordPress open source project itself. That's that's a great notion. There's likely in your town an agency or people doing WordPress. You just may not know it. Okay, so we've talked about products, services. Now, the one I added, which is obvious, Courtney, was and I just hosting. There Absolutely. Are great hosting companies with a lot of jobs available, particularly in WordPress, because of how big of a market to most of the website hosting companies like GoDaddy uh, there are out there. But do you want to talk yeah. a little bit more to that? Sure. So uh, in the WordPress market, you're also seeing hosting having companies within it that are plugins and services as well. So if you're at a really large host, they may have multiple offerings. I think of GoDaddy and the Liquid Web crew in that same area, both own plugins. Both have themes, both, I believe, offer specific catered hosting to, for instance, if you're a WooCommerce site, there's specific hosting available at GoDaddy for managed WooCommerce, and that's absolutely Nexus's zone too. Um, within that, there are more job roles than I'm aware of if you're with a large host. Yeah. So there are things like DevOps where you're taking care of the servers themselves and the setup that the internal team needs to run all the things. There are um, jobs that are specific to being project managers, product managers, brand design creative. All of that goes on just the same at hosting companies as it does elsewhere. Hosting companies also have support and need people to work with the end clients on things. Some of them build websites for their clients. Um, they may have specific tools geared towards that experience as well. Some of them are also five for the future participants. And so you'll see folks sponsored by them that are helping create the software that is WordPress or contributing to various teams inside of WordPress. So yes, we definitely need to include hosting. <laughs> yeah, a lot of companies out there that are doing WordPress and with lots and lots of jobs and need people that know WordPress that can do support all the way to the more advanced positions that you mentioned, Courtney. And I'll say too, there's a new role coming up with all these type of companies, which is community, community engagement. Um, like the role for a host in 
oftentimes hosting companies will have an evangelist community person that goes to the events. I know several people that do that and uh, end up traveling a lot because it's so important for um, WordPress and these hosting companies. Mainly a lot of product companies also have community evangelists as well. That's why I'm here actually. And so I hope to see you at a WordCamp in the near future. I hope we get to do those again soon. Yeah. In person. Now, last but not least, um, we could call this also all the other stuff, but publishing. Um, so publishing is the fourth. So we talked about products, service companies, hosting companies, publishing companies. This can go anywhere from somebody that writes about WordPress, similar to what Post Status does, to I would even say magazine groups or even the big companies we've talked about have oftentimes people just devoted to WordPress because everybody from Disney to Condé Nast to the big media conglomerates, TV companies, things like that have WordPress specific teams because the software is so awesome and is used so much. In fact, I think he's still at Condé Nast, but I have a friend that, that does primarily WordPress stuff for that big media conglomerate. And so not just think about not just contributing or building a product for it, but is helping a company maintain, manage, and use WordPress internally for everything they do, which is becoming more and more uh, a thing that I'm seeing. Absolutely. Uh, there's so many places where if WordPress is powering 42% of the internet, if you need the content published on the internet, chances are somebody is entering that data by typing in the WordPress post editor somewhere. And that can look like a lot of different jobs. And within that, you need folks that are planning the entire content roadmap of what's happening. What a news agency would do might be different than um, just a company that's in sales. They may have a specific need in their industry. And so that content roadmap would look a little different. People oversee that part of the process. There are skilled technical writers that participate in this as well. Folks that know exactly the right words to use or say that either help drive traffic to the site or drive folks onto whatever the target goal is, be it selling shoes or reading the latest sports article. Somebody's got to put that data in there somewhere. And so th those are just some overviews of the industries and types of, in types of industries we see more WordPress type jobs um, being offered for. And it's a growing segment. Like you said, Courtney, we should have led with that, 42% of the web. Um, so almost one out of two sites you hit, you could conceivably be on a WordPress site. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year, meaning there's opportunities for people that know WordPress, want to break into it, and some of these jobs and more. And uh, part of this you know, podcast is we want to meet you where you are and help you make steps toward getting a great career uh, in WordPress and on the web. But the last que big question that we wanted to talk about is, okay, so I've got an idea of the types of industries, the types of companies hiring and the roles, which you've got a cool list that we'll put in the show notes of types of roles. Um, but Courtney, where can someone start to look for these types of jobs and the openings. Yeah. So while I was teaching at a boot camp, I was aggressively looking at everybody's job postings. The end result, the post status job board was the gold mine. It's the one place where you know that the participants publishing jobs there are vested in the community. 
vested in the professional development of the people that they hire. They're looking for people of quality, of caliber. So post-status job board, hit it up. Every Wednesday, Michelle publishes almost every Wednesday. I'll stand corrected. Michelle, a lot of us have met through either WP Coffee Talk or at WordFest or over at GiveWP. Michelle publishes a WordPress Work Wednesday thread almost every week. She does need to take a week off now and then if she's got an event like WordFest keeping her up for nearly two days straight. So check out on her specific Twitter area and companies are welcome to tack on to that and say, we've got jobs here. A little known treasure inside of the WordPress.org project used to be in the footer of the site is jobs.wordpress.net. Lots of folks submit to that as well. The jobs that are posted there, um, I wanna say, I see probably five to 10 different jobs a day come in on average at this time. So there are a variety of categories of jobs there. And then Corey, I see that you slipped in one more. Um, yeah. This one's near and dear as well to my heart. If you've been to a WordCamp in person, this is what's missing at the online ones, by the way. If you've been to a WordCamp or a meetup group in person, there's usually a marker board around somewhere. And it ends yeah. up looking like graffiti at the tail end because on one side, all the people working at companies say, we're hiring and they list all of the ways to reach them. And on the other side, people say, I'm looking for work and what they specialize in. So I've seen that at almost every in-person WordCamp experience. Maybe I should suggest that for the online ones. Yeah, absolutely. I And um, the other thing is, there's bound to be a WordPress meetup, which is a more regular, sometimes monthly, oftentimes monthly uh, meeting for WordPress enthusiasts going on in your town. Something always going on. We know we're in the middle, still in the pandemic, and a lot of things haven't opened up just yet. But but we'll say WordCamps and WordPress meetups are great networking when you just introduce yourself and you just say, hey, I'm new to WordPress. I just need to learn. I'd really love to, at some point, get a job in WordPress. You'll find some of the most friendly, hospitable, approachable, and connecting people ever in WordPress. So many of my friends said they got their start from these kinds of meetings, whether online or in person. Uh, we definitely love the in-person stuff with our geek community at WordPress, but they're great ways to find and connect with people that could potentially help you land that job in WordPress. So Courtney, this has been a great episode. We've got next time, we're going to be talking about now let's get down to how do you think about picking a job in episode two within WordPress and some of the ones we've talked about. Um, but anything that you want to finish with that we paused and didn't say, uh, just kind of roundups as we close this first episode of Get Hired Online podcast. Yeah, so I love WordPress. So much and i want to help people get connected to wordpress in a big way there are so many roles there are so many jobs there are employers that are looking for places where they can find qualified applicants because they need to hire a lot of them 42 percent of the internet means there's a lot of jobs around all of that to make that happen uh, you can find me also with the wordpress training team we put materials and resources together to actually help train folks in various ways throughout WordPress. And you can find those materials on learn.wordpress.org. Thanks, Corey, so much. 
You bet. All right. So I'm glad you've listened to this first episode. Continue with us. Be sure you subscribe to the Get Out Hired Online podcast, as well as the newsletter where we share tips and uh, podcast episodes, as well as the latest job offerings from Post Status. Thank you so much for being on this first episode. And Courtney, I'm excited about our next steps on this podcast. I know we should start recording now. Yep. All right. See you, everybody. Bye, all. Bye.